Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 54. Hey, the big news this week is Las Vegas gets snow. That's right, you might have seen some of the pictures, and we're talking with the folks up at Lee Canyon. Yes, we have a ski resort here in Las Vegas. All the details coming up. Man, we got dumped on. Plus, we are hearing old Vegas stories from a longtime entertainer who just might be able to spice up your Valentine's Day festivities. That's right. We've got options for you folks. It's all coming up on Vegas Revealed. Welcome to Vegas Revealed episode 54 on this snowy week here in Las Vegas. I'm Dana Roselli. And I'm Sean McAllister. I know, Dana, this is kind of giving us a taste of our Western New York roots, isn't it? I know, it is. Everyone's so excited about the snow, and I'm like, eh, been there, done that. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Once you live there for for 20 years and you have to scrape the ice off your windows and your car doors are frozen shut and you have to shovel and snow plow, it gets old after a little bit. I know. Well, we want to quickly mention a couple things we have coming up. So if you want to stick around and listen to a bunch of great content we have coming up, we've got an interview with Jeff Diamond, okay? He's a longtime Vegas entertainer, and he he played back in the old days, like back at the Moulin Rouge, and great stories. We we dialed him up, and we talked to him about his history here in Las Vegas and what he's doing right now. Yeah, and uh, he name drops Mm -hmm. some of the famous music stars that he's rubbed elbows with. That interview is still to come. Plus, we're going to be hearing from a, a person who I would call a Las Vegas institution, Mr. Larry Ruvo. That's right. So Sean and I produce a podcast for Vegas headliner Matt Goss, and it's called Conversations with Matt Goss, and he does an interview with Larry Ruvo on this week's episode, and we said, can we borrow a little clip and tease this? Because he really talks about some cool Vegas things, and so we're going to share that with you in our tips. Now, Larry is the head of Southern Glacier's Wine and Spirits, which is based here in Las Vegas. Like the world's biggest liquor distributor. (laughs) Biggest, largest, yes. And also, he also started the Lou Ruvo Brain Institute, which is here, and some major developments uh, coming up about the cure for Alzheimer's disease. And he's also was friends with Frank Sinatra himself. So some great stories there. Yeah, so we have some breaking medical news, plus some old blue eyes. You can't beat that. That's coming up in our tips. But Dana, let's say uh, we jump right into some happenings Mm -hmm. here in Las Vegas this week. We had a very special visitor in town, the guy behind Tesla Motors. Elon Musk was here along with his kids, and he went underground to inspect his latest project here on the Strip. Yeah, and then as usual, he posted a picture on social media, so we got to see what it looks like. It's cool to see him and his kids standing there and what was created. You know, this is a construction project that a lot of times we get to drive by and see how it's going and watch it get developed, but this is underground, so we haven't been able to actually see the final product, but they have shared some videos. But this is complete, and this is going to connect the old convention center, uh, which will still be there and be used, to the brand new convention center, which is incredible and I think pretty 
pretty much like 99% complete at this point. Yeah, so this project is called the Hyperloop. It's essentially, they've bored these tunnels underground to connect the convention center. What they're going to be doing is having Tesla cars zooming around inside of these tunnels to move people back and forth at a much higher rate than mm. they, they normally could now. But the cool part about it is that there are now plans to expand the, this tunnel system down the Las Vegas Strip and connect the convention center to all the resorts and even to uh, Allegiant Stadium and potentially to McCarran Airport. So this could be the future of transportation here in Las Vegas. And I think downtown Las Vegas too, which is cool because so many people... When they come to visit the Strip, they go, should we hit downtown? You know, right. if it's their first time. And and this will be an easy way for folks to get back and forth. So I think it's going to be good all around. Super excited. And I, I believe it's a first, right? We're like the first ever with this. And we love to be first. That's right. So <laughs> uh, the world really is watching what's happening here with this Hyperloop project. And of course, that is in anticipation of visitors and conventions coming back to Las Vegas, we all know that that has not been the case for the better part of the last year. It's going on a a year coming up in March, but we did just get some new numbers out of Las Vegas that shows really what what a hit mm-hmm. Las Vegas has taken from the lack of tourism. They really have, but it's interesting. Some of the comments on are going, well, I thought we would have actually suffered more. So we have the numbers. I follow a site called uh, CDC Gaming Reports, and it's a great casino industry news and kind of uh, analysis report. And Howard Stutz is great, been covering gaming for yeah. years here in Las Vegas. He reported that the Las Vegas Strip visitation fell 55.2%. Now, to over over 19 million visitors in 2020, right? So Vegas last saw 19 million annual visitors, just that amount, all the way back in 1990. That's the last time that we had that low of a visitor number here to Las Vegas. But then some people are going, well, I'm shocked 19 million came. But we did kick off the year. We had, what, like a couple months before the pandemic hit. So we did get a lot of visitors around that time did we have a super bowl and all that yeah there was thing. super bowl the the shutdown happened right at the beginning of march madness so we had all the sports visitors who came to town of course we had you know the the holdover tra- uh, travelers mm-hmm. from new year's eve going into 2020 so a big chunk there but then once resorts opened there there was still a steady flow of people coming in but certainly not at the numbers we've seen no and without convention business that really that really takes a bite out of the numbers of people that that come to town but when you say that it goes back to numbers from 1990 i mean las vegas Mm. was a completely different town in 1990 compared to what it is now i know so yeah startling to see that and i just want to i want to make sure i said that right so 19 million visitors in 2020 and we had 42.5 million visitors in 2019. So wow. huge decrease. Yeah. And then, so Sean, the, the, the next lowest number would be 18.1 million visitors. And that was in 1989. So we're going to the 80s. Yeah. Well, we're hoping that as we go through, especially the back end of 2021, that we'll see those numbers uh, jump right back up to, to where we'd like to oh. see them. But Dana, you know, my eyes have been looking up toward the sky this week for a very good reason. 
Well, I feel like the biggest story in Las Vegas recently has been the snow. It gets so many people excited, and we decided we got to dial up Jim Seeley from Lee Canyon to see what it's looking like up on the mountain. We're talking Mount Charleston. Welcome. Hi. It looks beautiful where you are. Absolutely. It's been a great week, uh, you know, like starting uh, last week. Uh, we had this like system move in that gave us around, you know, more than two feet of snow. Uh, today it's looking like another foot of snow. Uh, so man, three feet of snow, like within a week or so, it's just beautiful up here. And Jim, a lot of our listeners are from outside of Las Vegas. They're from around the country, other countries, and they may not realize that Las Vegas actually is a destination for winter sports. You, you take the time to go 45 minutes off the strip and you're in a whole new world. Absolutely. It's uh, it's great to be this like unique facet uh, of Las Vegas and, and what Las Vegas has to offer to, uh, you know, to people coming here, uh, experience seekers uh, looking to do anything from the Grand Canyon uh, to Red Rock. And, you know, they can they can come ski, too, which is amazing because, you know, come springtime, uh, you can ski in the morning and then probably hit the lake in the afternoon at Lake Mead. So, uh, you know, we love being uh, you know, part of the Las Vegas community uh, and offering, like I said, this unique escape uh, to anyone from locals, you know, to to uh, visitors to Las Vegas. And it always helps when you have, you know, Mother Nature dumping snow, you know, real snow. I mean, it's always exciting for you guys. I know you sit around and wait and, you, and you're like, come on, man, we want a great season. And it looks like it's going to be one. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we, we took our time opening uh, to make sure we did it right, obviously, with the pandemic and, and COVID protocols. Uh, so we got all of our chairs running, making sure that everyone can spread out. Uh, but then we, we did have to wait for snowfall a little bit. So, you know, we used our, our snowmaking capabilities in the beginning of the season. Uh, and then, you know, that got us through uh, December. Uh, and then here we are kind of like trailing into, uh, you know, trailing off of, of January. And then finally Mother Nature, uh, you know, it gives us this gift of like all the snow and, and that's going to make it for a great rest of the season. Well, and, and for people who immediately think of, of Las Vegas, they think of it as a warm destination. But as you go up in elevation, there's a lot of different like climate zones that you that you go through to get up to the level where where you are right now, aren't there? Absolutely. So, you know, Lee Canyon's located in the Spring Mountains and uh, our base level is actually at 85, 8,600 feet. Uh, so that's pretty high, uh, and we need to be that high to have snow because we are a little bit south uh, compared to you know Colorado, Utah, uh, other you know major destinations for for ski ski resorts. Uh, and you'll actually travel through several different climate zones. It's actually really interesting to see all the foliage change when you're driving up from the Vegas Valley up into the elevations, and then looking up a little bit further up at ten thousands you know uh, you know ten thousand feet in elevation. Then you'll see you know, bristlecone trees, which, you know, don't grow below 10,000 feet, basically. So um, it's it is truly an island in the sky up here at Lee Canyon and Spring Mountains. And I feel like a lot of people are looking for different kinds of activities lately because, you know, we don't have as many choices. And so I'm sure there might be a lot of people that want to come up to the mountain and maybe they're a beginner. And I know you guys are a great place for that, right? You guys, do you do one-on-ones? Do you do lessons? 
Yes, absolutely. We did have to make some adjustments because of COVID protocols. Uh, and you know, one of the things that we can offer this year is uh, our learn to lesson. And that basically is, you know, for you or up to four people, uh, a, a beginner one hour lesson that kind of gets you started. That's a private, you have a private instructor, um, you know, for you or your group of four uh, that will just dial you in. That'll get you on the slopes. That'll get you skiing uh, and, you know, get ready to enjoy outdoor recreation. And I know you mentioned the the measures that have been taken to to keep people safe, and it's a, a campaign that you're calling Safe Lee. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other other things that that you're that you've undertaken to make sure that people can come enjoy Lee Canyon, but still do it in a in a safe way? Absolutely. So uh, you know, Operation Safe Lee. What's interesting is a ski resorts a little bit more complex than say. Uh, a retail shop or, or a restaurant where it's just, you know, this, uh, this percentage of occupancy. So, you know, we have this great outdoors where everyone can spread out uh, and we do have, you know, food and beverage out- outlets here as well as retail. So we're monitoring all of those, you know, as far as, you know, following the guidelines of occupancy, uh, you know, for our indoor space, just like, you know, any establishment in Clark County uh, in Las Vegas. Um, but then there's the outdoors and then, uh, and, and how we're doing it is basically we're regulating uh, our capacity, you know, to our level of COVID, uh, uh, capacity, you know, through our parking. So, you know, we, uh, we require that everyone comes up with, uh, a parking reservation and then that, that's how we kind of monitor how many people, uh, can get here and get on the slopes. You know, we do watch obviously like how many lift tickets we're selling too. But we still want to be accessible, we, and especially we want to be accessible to our season pass holders in the local Las Vegas. So, um, you know, we want to make sure that we're not limiting too much, but we're we're making sure that we're staying, you know, at COVID capacity and not overloading or overcrowding the resort. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to make the adjustments. I know it makes, you know, it comforts people knowing that when they're coming out to an attraction that you've got different rules in place. So, and you guys were featured in Ski Magazine. What was that about? I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we love the press, all the press we can get. So, um, you know, like <laughs> from that to, to you guys and everything. But, you know, we just love to make sure that everyone knows uh, that we're here in Las Vegas. And, and uh, you know, we're ready to welcome everyone to the snow community in Las Vegas and the Lee Canyon community. Well, and, and what do you say to people who, when they think about going skiing, automatically think of taking a road trip to California or getting on the road and going hours to a, a, a resort in Utah? What do you say to those people? We have the best apres ski town in the world, and that's Las Vegas, right? So, uh, so, so really though, you know, for, for uh, experienced seekers coming to Las Vegas, you know, we're, uh, we're a check on their bucket list, maybe on things they can do while they're in Las Vegas. Um, and I mean, and, it, and it's great to see, you know, someone from Hawaii, like on our bunny hill that, uh, that, you know, like skis or not, not skis, but surfs normally, but they want to try uh, snowboarding for the first time. So, uh, you know, we love, yep. you know, being accessible, you know, to, anyone that comes and visits Las Vegas. And then, you know, for the Las Vegas community, obviously, um, you know, that's who we really cater to as well. You know, we want to make sure that they're, uh, they're coming up and, and they're using us as uh, an escape to the real, like regular daily life of Las Vegas, or if they felt a little confined because of the COVID, pan- like because of the pandemic, um, you know, we're here, uh, you know, for them so they can escape for the day uh, and get out, breathe some fresh air, um, you know, and, and just enjoy nature. 
And, and real quick, I know you mentioned um, snowboarding. So, I mean, there are other activities to do in the snow at Lee Canyon, and you've got restaurants and other things open as well, right? Right. So this is the second season of our uh, new Hillside Lodge. So that's a 10,000 square foot addition. Uh, and that what, like, what that did is basically it offers a couple different experiences that we couldn't offer in the past. So we have, you know, our upstairs area uh, where the bar is, but then also serves food. Uh, so there's that restaurant. Downstairs, we have uh, this new quick serve, um, you know, coffee house. So you can get your lattes and hot chocolates as well as, you know, a quick bite to eat. And then, uh, and then our main restaurant, you know, uh, like in the main lodge. So we have all these different little experiences um, that you can come up here and just enjoy. Um, right now, you know, we do, uh, we do stress or hope that everyone that comes up is a skier or snowboarder uh, because we do have to limit a little bit uh, the traffic because of the pandemic and capacity uh, protocols within Lee Canyon itself, like just below uh, the Lee Canyon ski area. I mean, there are campgrounds, uh, there is our, the Foxtail play area, uh, and uh, and then also like a day campground too, so people can enjoy, you know, uh, like nature just up here. Um, you know, I, I believe next week, uh, you know, so we're looking at February that we'll have um, snowshoeing available and, and one of the rec sites uh, right below the resort. And then, yeah, the Foxtail is, our, is the, uh, snow play area where people can go play in the snow, bring the kids, uh, maybe go sledding. I know, and I grew up skiing. And Dana, I don't know if you did. Um, I would watch, but I grew up in ski country. <laughs> so, so you would go to the lodge. You were one of the yes. one of the lodge watchers. I was a lodge okay. Bunny. <laughs> All right. Well, I know that growing up skiing, it just was so refreshing moving out here 15 years ago to find out that there was such a great skiing escape. I thought that skiing was going to be in my past, but you know, it's great that you guys are here. No, it's great. You know, and, and Las Vegas itself is, is starting to turn into this hub of outdoor recreation. And, you know, we love being a part of that, but, uh, but again, like the, like the geographical location, I think of Las Vegas is, you know, you do have great ski resorts, um, you know, within driving distance, you, you have, um, you have access to all these bike trails in Las Vegas, uh, you know, it, like Las Vegas is also a pretty good hub for rock climbing uh, and the rock climbing community. So uh, it, it's really great to see people wanting to get outdoors, wanting to enjoy outdoor recreation, whether winter or summer, uh, and, you know, really kind of key in on on all the different aspects and facets of Las Vegas and, and what recreation is in and around, you know, like greater Las Vegas. And for, for people who haven't been up to Lee Canyon, give us kind of an, an overall idea of what you have in terms of lifts, runs, all that. We have around 200, 250 acres of skiable uh, terrain that's accessed by our uh, three chairlifts. Uh, if you know someone's feeling a little bit adventurous, there is like high two terrain uh, that can basically expand like a, to another 200 acres or so. So you know when we're fully open, and you know obviously we're looking to open, uh, hopefully you know more trails uh, because of the snowfall. Uh, you know like that'll. That'll give us like, I believe around 27 trails or so that'll be open when we're fully open. Uh, and that's that's a pretty good amount of terrain for people to come have fun, uh, explore and get up in nature up here. Well, Jim, we appreciate the time. Now get back out there and enjoy all that fresh powder. And do, thank you very much.
Great to talk to Jim. He's been around uh, working here at the resort for a long time, so he knows his stuff. I'm a little jealous that he gets to go play in the snow right now. (laughs) My gosh. All right. Well, yeah, when he said bar, there was a bar there. I was like, I'm in. Uh, But anyway, yeah, people love it up there. It's gorgeous. And even if you just want to go and take a glance, I know he said he's trying to keep people, you know, that a way that don't want to take part in the activities. The looky-loos. Yeah, but you could do a drive-by, you know, look look at the snow or go up to Mount Charleston Lodge as well. Coming up next, we're interviewing the human jukebox, Jeff Diamond. He's a longtime Vegas musician with some really great stories about some entertainers back in the day. We're going to be talking with Jeff Diamond and how he can add a little spice to your Valentine's Day festivities. Yeah, you may want to book him for a little virtual concert inside your home. All the details coming up. Okay, we've got to get it in there. We love your ratings and reviews, and we need more of them. John and I have joined this app called Clubhouse. We were in a podcaster's kind of room, and they were telling us, you need more reviews and ratings so that you show up on the searchability. Yeah, so that's what we're asking you for. If you can please just take a moment to go and click the the number of stars that you would like to give us, preferably five, Mm -hmm. and then just leave a, a quick review down on whatever platform you're listening on, let us know what you think of Vegas Revealed, or even if there's topics that you want to hear more about, or something that you haven't heard yet that we can investigate for you. Yeah, we would really, really appreciate it. So again, rate, review, we love you all, and anything you can do, we'll give you a shout out too. Once we see your username, we'll shout you out here on Vegas Revealed. All right, well, he has been based in Las Vegas for a very long time, but we decided to dial him up and have a chat via Skype. We're excited to talk to Jeff Diamond. I like to call it Jeff Diamond Music, the human jukebox. He's got so many different names. So many. And Jeff, how's it going, man? It's great to see you. Hey, thanks. Uh, great to see you guys as well. Actually, I, I'm not in the witness protection program. It's the way you kind of you're saying that. So many different aliases, you know, they kind of relocated me to the uh, upper Midwest here for a while. But uh, no, it's great to be with you guys as well. Thanks yeah. for having me. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm noticing you got the, the glasses going, the the suit, you've got even the, the jewelry, the ring, the bracelet. You are Vegas all the way, man. Look at that watch. <laughs> I got it. You're, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I Jeff br- Diamond has to bring the bling, right? Right. <laughs> got to, got to do it. And uh, you know, the reason they call me the Human Jukebox is I do in my show so many songs and a lot of different artists. That's and I used to work in radio as well. So again, all that uh, as far as experience or the the songs that I know, I ju- I just do quite a few and a lot of different genres from many different uh, decades and a lot of different people. So that's why they call me the Human Jukebox. And as Dana mentioned, you have a long history of performing here in Las Vegas. Give us a a rundown of the properties where you've played and worked and where you have experience. And, And a lot of these are properties that aren't around anymore, but have such an iconic place in Vegas history. Very true. Um, I first, my first trip to Vegas was with my dad that went on a junket from the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. And he used to go to the International that turned into the Las Vegas Hilton. And that first time there, my God, I, 
I met Red Fox when I was there at the Kino Lounge at the Las Vegas Hilton. It was really funny. And Aretha Franklin, who I had met a couple different times. I didn't meet her there, but I saw the show. It was um, Aretha and Red Fox that opened up for her. But I, it just brought back a lot of memories. And I said, you know what? I really want to go to Vegas and, and, and stay there um, and live there and work there. And I got a call to go to Vegas to work with the Coasters. Wow. And he said, I was with Cornell Gunther's Coasters. And that was with Charlie. And Charlie's still in town. And Edwin and um, actually uh, was Cornell. And we worked a lot of different places. We worked at the Dunes. And we worked Barbary Coast. And we were up in Reno. And we traveled. We were in Nashville. We were in outside of Chicago. Uh, so we did do a little traveling as well. Uh, so that was my actually first time moving to Las Vegas. Uh, oh, man, I, I had such a great time working um, with the coasters and working with another friend of mine, Doug Taylor, who is now still around town. And we became really, really good friends. And Doug is working right now at the um, he works around town, but he does he does the sound. For that Bella Strings, you've heard of Bella Strings. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Sound. And he also plays piano at the bootlegger. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, to me, that bootlegger is, that brings back the feel of Vegas the way it was way back. I mean, again, not back in the 50s or 60s. I was too young then. But even back in the 80s, 90s, I mean, that is a great place. And Doug so, works I mean there. You even worked at the Moulin Rouge. I mean, what was Vegas like then compared to now? What do you think was the is the biggest change? Oh my God, <laughs> that's <laughs> you know, it's like they the, the people that are in there, the the corporate people need to get a grip and understand what it is that really made Vegas tick. And really, I would love to see Vegas back the way it was years ago. And just to give you a story about that, you mentioned Moulin Rouge. Thank you for bringing that up. That was one of the greatest gigs I had. I worked with um, James Tony, who was B.B. King's uh, keyboard player for many, many years. And right. his, his um, um, James Tony's wife was B.B. King's assistant for a long time. I had the most fun at the Moulin Rouge. When I grew up starting on guitar, and even throughout my career, I loved playing soul music, the R&B, the jazz, and played th this kind of music, the funk, the soul, R&B, the jazz. I mean, it, it, it was great. But you never know who would, who would come into um, uh, the Moulin Rouge. I yeah. mean, we'd be working. And so we name would do drop. the- Come on, Jeff Diamond. Name drop. Name drop. Can I, can I name <laughs> drop? I'm good at that. <laughs> I'm good at that. Sammy Davis Jr. might have dropped in, uh, Temptations, Gladys Knight, B.B. Uh, King himself might have come down for Tops, Aretha. I just, just never knew who, who would drop in. Because we would do the late shift. And when I say late shift, we'd do like 2 in the morning till 6 in the morning. And we had keyboard, James B3 I'm on guitar, Cherie was singing. I remember Richie Ibora was on drums. Great time. Just great, great, great time. And it was so much fun. So much fun. So it, it brings back a lot of memories, the way Vegas, uh, again, used to be. And I, it's, it's just, it's, it's not the same. It's, it's just not the same. Because 
I don't, I don't know. People are just uh, the corporate guys now. It's, it's just they don't treat people, even the locals uh, like myself or even people coming in. It, it, it's just not. An, I'm hoping that it gets back, you know, to where it was, at least some assemblance, you know, something uh, uh, resemblance of the way it used to be a while back. I mean, that's that's my hope. I mean, charging this and charging that, they've got to learn that, you know, they'll get it back two, three, four times, you know, if they just know how to treat people correctly. Yeah. You know, and that's, Absolutely. That's and when you have great entertainment in one of my favorite environments is in a lounge environment mm -hmm. where people are sitting down, having cocktails. They're there to converse with the table next to them, work the room. They're making a commitment to stay there. They're making a commitment to the establishment and to the musician. That's true. You all remember, I don't think you were there when like Keely Smith, you remember Keely Smith and yep. Louis Prima? Mm-hmm. And you remember? I know oh, my dad loved Louis Prima. We know Louis Prima Jr. Jr. Yep. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. I mean, but that the, those were the days. I mean, as far as the, the lounge acts, as you mentioned, Sam Butera and the witnesses, just just fab, fabulous at, at the Desert Inn. Um, so a lot of the places that you know, you mentioned a few other, uh, a couple other spots that I worked. I was trying to remember. I worked at. Uh, at the MGM with Khalid Galab, another entertainer there. I believe he passed away a few years ago. Those were the days, again, just, you know, some of the great days that bring back some of these memories. And so much fun, you know, so much fun doing that where we would we would be doing that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah, and you, you know, we've seen some of your work and, and been able to watch some videos of you jamming the guitar. What a guitar player you are. And you know, showman, and and I know that you, you want to help bring that to people's homes. And Sean and I were chatting and saying, I mean, what a perfect thing for the time that we're in, and Valentine's Day coming up, or just really even like a date night or a family night. So we can actually book you to do a virtual show for us. Right, right. Now, when you say guitar, yeah, that that's that's a yeah. love of mine, right? But I've, you got to remember that I sing quite a bit now. Something I didn't do years and years ago, but I do a, do quite a bit of that now. Well, you yeah. don't get the name the Human Jukebox just by playing the guitar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I I do quite a few tunes uh, from a lot of different uh, artists, a lot of different genres. I have my own originals, so I'm covering everything from the '50s to current. So. I'm doing anything from, let's say, the chairman of the board, Frank Sinatra, to Bruno Mars, to, uh, oh my God, to Prince, to Tony oh, yeah. Bennett. I can even sing some uh, girl stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. I can do some Cher stuff, or maybe do some Cindy Lauper. You know, going uh, to yeah, I just do yeah, I, I just do a little bit of everything. I do some chick groups. Uh, uh, chick maybe do groups, some I love that. <laughs> Do some Supremes. Do yes. Yeah, so so do a few what, how about things. how about you give us a little thirty second tune? Can we hear a sample? Oh my God! <laughs> now, how did I know you were going to ask for that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I told you before the interview I was going to ask. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. You did. Um, well, we could talk about uh, you know doing like a Wayne Newton song or a Bobby Darin song. Whatever what, what, you feel like. We want to see the best think? of. Okay. Well, okay. we can handle that. Let's let's yeah. try it. Oh, the shark, babe, has such teeth, dear, and it shows them 
white, pearly white. <laughs> Just an old man, that old Mac Keith, baby. And he keeps it out of sight. You know when that shark bites <laughs> with its teeth, baby. Scarlet billows start to spread. Fancy clothes, though. Where's old Mackie's babe? So there's never, never, never trace of red. How's that? That was great. I love it. I'm in the mood. Oh, darn. We're recording this on a Wednesday. It feels like a Friday night. Do we even got the champagne out tonight, right? Sean's got exactly. his rum and coke. We're all set. Got to get him a refill here in a second. But uh, uh -oh. we, 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 we take care of that. That's not a problem. So if, if you'd like to book me for that, it'd be perfect. Uh, virtual show, which I can do. Not a problem. We'll set it up. I can customize something for you all. Um, you can get a hold of me one of two ways. Mm -hmm. You can go right on my website, which is jeffdiamondmusic.com. And just hit, just hit me from the contact page. And I go in all lowercase, uh, jeffdiamondmusic.com. Uh, or you can go on Gig Salad. That's a uh, booking agency that I use. And just plug in Jeff Diamond. And that's another way to do it as well. So right. whichever way you all want to do that, that's fine. jeffdiamondmusic.com or gigsalad.com and just put in uh, Jeff Diamond and, and, and we're, and we're yep. good to roll. So again, yeah. if you are craving that taste of Vegas, Jeff Diamond can bring it directly to your home. Again, we have all of the links so that you can book Jeff Diamond for a private show uh, in our listener notes. So just click on those, click on the link and uh, check out Jeff's availability because I have a feeling, Jeff, that, that time slots are going to be going fast oh, yeah. as we approach I mean, Valentine's Day and move into wedding season. Well, listen, Jeff, we hope to see you also back in Las Vegas. We hope to, to meet you. We hope to watch you jam, sing, do whatever do whatever in uh, person. You're, you're up for in person. But for now, this is such a great option. Thanks for doing this for people because I think people are looking for things to do, but they still want to be safe and stay home. And this is great. Sure, sure. Yeah. And again, uh, that's uh, the best way to, to handle things at this yeah. time. And I'm hoping that Vegas things turn around and we get back to where at least you know, where, where it was, you know, a couple of years ago. I just I just want to see it really turn around because yeah. I, I love Las Vegas. And I, I, I think, again, just with all the talent there and uh, and everything, just obviously I, I just want to see it turn around and do well. Well, that was a lot of fun uh, hearing from Jeff Diamond. Thanks again so much for joining us. All right, it's time for Dana and Sean's tip. And this week, we're talking about a podcast that we actually produce aside from Vegas Revealed. It's called Conversations with Matt Goss. Matt is a, another longtime Vegas entertainer, headliner. He's been at the Palms. He's been at Caesars. He's been at the Mirage. And uh, now he's sitting down and, and going in depth and really hearing from his fans and, and going off of their suggestions and their comments and their questions and getting pretty deep. It's a great podcast, and it just kicked off. So he's about to post episode 
five. And Sean and I produce this podcast. And the great thing is, is when we sit there and we listen to him do these interviews, sometimes we're like, wow, this is a really good interview. We want to share it on Vegas Revealed. So we asked, can we post a little clip of this great interview he does with Larry Ruvo, who created the Lou Ruvo Brain Institute here in Las Vegas, which is partnered with the Cleveland Clinic. And they're making huge strides in Alzheimer's and dementia. Also, he used to be friends with Frank Sinatra himself, and they were had kind of like a support system going on. Also, he runs one of the biggest, you know, wine and spirit companies out there. And so they supply to all of our Vegas casinos and our bars and restaurants on and off the strip. Yeah. So Larry is a, a businessman, a philanthropist, a great storyteller, a rich history here in Las Vegas. And uh, here's a bit of what he had to talk about on Conversations with Matt Goss. If you could say one thing to Las Vegas as if it was a person, what would you say? I wouldn't have to say anything. I'd go up and give it a biggest hug and a kiss, and then I'd say thank you. You changed my family's life. You changed my life. And uh, your fortitude and your remarkable tenacity and reinventing yourself it's something I'm so proud to be a part of. Thank you, Las Vegas. All right. Again, if you want to hear that full interview, go to Conversations with Matt Goss. It's available on all the digital apps like we are, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google, you name it. And that's where you can find that interview to listen more. Uh, thanks for joining us this week on Vegas Revealed. Once again, if you want to have Jeff Diamond come into your home for a virtual concert, just go to Jeff Diamond Music and click on uh, the contact button and you can book Jeff and he'll sing his heart out just for you. <laughs> That's right. And listen, uh, next weekend, Super Bowl, uh, who do you got? I've got Tom Brady in the in Tampa Bay. Who do you have? I think I'm going Tom Brady, too. Yeah, I mean, incredible. What is this, his 10th Super Bowl? Well, you know what's funny? His first Super Bowl ring is now 18 years old. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. You know, I mean, and this is interesting because it's an NFL record. They're going to be playing the Super Bowl at home. Yeah, it's the first time that uh, there's been home field advantage in a Super Bowl. Yeah, so good for Tampa Bay. What a fun time that will be, you know, for them. And then, you know, good luck to Kansas City, too. We're not being haters to Kansas City, but we're just going with Tom Brady and the Bucks. So we'll get into all of that, everything Super Bowl-related happening mm-hmm. here in Las Vegas, coming up next week here on Vegas Revealed. Have a great week, everyone. And if you're interested in signing up for creating a podcast, go to Buzzsprout. We have a link in our listener notes there where you can get a $20 Amazon card if you sign up. They offer everything that you need to create a simple podcast. Let me tell you, if you're thinking about it, this is the way you want to do it. So click those links, check out our show notes, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.